guys. It's Callie and Gianna back for the sixth, sixth question mark episode of the Unbeatable Girls. Are we confident in that answer? Holy shit! Yeah, it is six. If you count the live shit show, it's six. Wow, we we rose so fast. Um, we're just gonna like send out a disclaimer really quick. <laughs> Me and Callie are in very bad moods. Like, really fucking bad moods today. <laughs> like, so, honestly, normally we wouldn't do this in bad spirits, but we're talking about what we're talking about today could use some like anger in it. So, we're going to just keep going with it. It might turn into Fight Club. If, <laughs> if me and Callie start fighting, uh, mind your own damn business. <laughs> if you see us fighting, mind your fucking business. <laughs> no, but um, we are just like, like adult life really caught up to us today and we're just kind of realizing how exhausting life is so just bear with us there like Callie was kind of sexually harassed in the workplace today I what's new honestly <laughs> welcome to being a woman <laughs> and she also works at a slave shop so oh my god like I just like don't understand it's 10 hours of work a day and I still don't finish what I need to do like there's not enough hours <laughs> Like, it kind of just, like, brings you out, like, by the end of the day, like, wondering, like, what you're really doing to, like, make your life any better. I'm not really growing here. I'm literally writing tweets all day. All day long. For, imagine sitting on Twitter all day long, but you're not doing anything fun. It's not like I can look up news or, <laughs> like, I'm just writing about press releases for corporate America. It's, like... I'm sweating because it makes me so mad. Dude, as usual, I already took my socks off. I already took my socks off. Um, but also, I think something that's adding to our moods is um, a really big weekend just happened that I think leaves all of America feeling pretty exhausted, even though it has nothing to do with us. Literally, St. Patrick's Day has nothing to do with Callie. <laughs> she, she acts like it's... Like, I feel like you make St. Patrick's Day a bigger deal than Christmas. Literally, like, when St. Patrick's Day rolls around, like, I should mind my fucking business. And I do the opposite. Like, I can't sleep at night. I'm so excited. I drink from sun up to sundown. I actually called I like out of my full-time job Monday <laughs> because the, like, St. Patrick's Day holidays are just a little too serious in, like, my, like, family, household, and friendships. Stop hitting things. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That aggression. I gotta relax. <laughs> I feel like you would fuck a leprechaun. Oh my god. <laughs> and that's where your love of St. Patrick's Day stems from. I'm not even gonna, like, entertain whatever you just said. Like, your type is kind of a leprechaun. I, you're not wrong. I mean... A ginger beard. You love Irish things. But I start... Irish things. I started actually liking guys, like, somewhat near my height, so, because that was not always a thing. Do you want, like, a prize? Uh, but, yeah, we had very successful St. Patrick's Day weekends, if that's what you were wondering. Neither of us know what happened. Yeah. We, so. like, talked about, like, oh, like, maybe we should talk about St. Patrick's Day, and John was like, well, I don't really know what happened that day, so <laughs> I can't really help. I, like, literally, like, blacked out by, like... I'd probably say, like, two or three, and all I, like, I just woke up the next morning, and I had band-aids all over me, and I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. I opened them, just, like, open wounds with this blood gushing everywhere, like, four on my body, and I was like, oh, okay, that's what happened. I just don't really understand, I guess, because, like, 
This happens to Callie a lot, where a she'll, lot. she'll wake up with, like, bloody knees and scabby <laughs> elbows, and it's like, I like, did you fall off a bike? Because that's the last time I, the last time I had a bloody knee, I was 12 and I fell off my bike. And it's like, for me, it's literally like every other a month. A constant thing. At all the it's time. a constant thing. I'm just always like, and it's always like a sidewalk or a street. Like, I don't like fall at the bar. Like, it's always like when I'm outside or like walking from the Uber, like I literally just like crash into like just concrete and like. You know, and you, uh, you probably wouldn't know because it's been, like, 10 fucking years. But, like, I do it so hard that, like, bruises form, like, underneath the scrapes. Like, it's disgusting. And it's painful. I wake up every hour of the night and I'm in, like, agonizing, like, sore pain. Just from, like, the cuts all over my body from drinking. And to make matters worse, Callie sends us constant pictures. <laughs> pictures of her fucking oozing scabs. Like, it's disgusting. I will caption them and be like, this one's death-infected. Like, there's, like, green stuff oozing from it. Everybody's like, we will block you, like, right now. She also sends us, like, her used tissues. Like, you are disgusting. My uncle literally said the other night, he's like, you are just a dude in a girl's body. Like, it's so bad. I feel like that's offensive to dudes. <laughs> I like my own, like, you're a different species. Yep. But, um, yeah, so we got through it, though. Oh, so that's what I was going to talk about. So, Monday, there's this day. It's called Bag Day. And it's really only a thing at one bar in Atlantic, in one town in all of the country. But it's the day after St. Patrick's Day where you, like, decorate, like, a paper bag. And you wear it on your head and you get fucked up. My family goes, like, basically every year for the last, like, five or six years so I wasn't going to go this year because it's the first year I had a full-time job, but I ended up making this a holiday, a personal holiday, and attending bag day. So I'm there, you know, doing what I usually do. And there's, like, a cute bartender. I've seen him a few times. So there ends up being, like, a brawl with my family. Like, family members are being put in chokeholds. Family members are swinging at people. Casual. So- very casual Monday. A casual Monday. <laughs> so my family ends up leaving, but me and my friend that came with me stayed because I was like, our cars are here. Like, we only had two or three beers. I'm like, we'll just, like, chill, have maybe one more drink, and then we'll just go home because we have to work tomorrow anyway. So we're sitting there, and I look all stressed, obviously, because my family just started, like, a 15-person brawl at the bar. And the bartender, like, I guess he, like, gets off and sits down at the bar, and he, like, points to me and, like, buys me and my friend a drink. So I have, like, the biggest crush on this kid, and I was, like, trying not to look at him all day and play it cool because I never play cool. So I'm, like, freaking out inside, like, actually having, like, a panic attack. And so finally, like, we finish that drink and we go to get up, and he, like, looks at me and kind of just, like, why are you leaving? So I, like, shake my keys at him from across the bar to, like, show him that, like, I'm driving. Like, I can't sit here and drink all night. So he looks at me and he's, like, oh, okay, like, if you need to drive, you should go. And I was, like, thanks for the drink, though. And he was like, no problem, like, you should come back and visit. So I, like, literally the whole way home, I'm, like, listening to, like, Taylor Swift, like, dead ass, Like, so dramatic. Like, You're such love- a dork. <laughs> oh, no. I do. I'm a fucking follower. So I come home, and I'm like, should I add him on Facebook? Should I follow him on Instagram? Like, how do I start this? And I'm, I'm ask- like, she's asked me if, I, if she should add him on Facebook or <laughs> Instagram. I'm like, Instagram? The only fucking people... <laughs> That still add people on Facebook is your fucking great aunt that you have never spoken to. Literally, like, my grandmother talks to me on Facebook. Like, I don't even know why I fucking thought that was an option. Harry's Aunt Florence, big yeah. fan of Facebook. <laughs> Huge, dedicated Facebook fan. Now, so I 
finally got the balls and I fought him on Instagram. But now it's in a spot, which brings us to the topic. Like in today's day and time, like number one, how do you even like begin like either shooting your shot or waiting for someone to shoot their shot? And most importantly, like, is it even like worth it at this point? Is anything worth it? Like we deal with like a major like generational issue of like is com- like what even is committing? Like how do you know when someone wants to commit? The shitty reasons guys give you for not wanting to, or even the shitty reasons girls give for not wanting to, or most importantly, like what the fuck is a talking phase? There's a lot of things that our generation does wrong. Um, don't get me wrong. But like the whole commitment thing is so confusing to me. It's, I've never seen more of a gray area in my whole life, nor do I know how to tackle that. I also feel personally victimized because I feel like you keep picking um, topics that personally attack who I am as a person. Well, like, I don't know. Like, I think, like, that maybe the topic and theme of this whole podcast matches up pretty well with these. So I maybe you should look into that yourself more. <laughs> if anybody can recommend a therapist, <laughs> I'm listening. Okay, so where do you want to begin? Do you want to begin with the fact that men are trash? Yeah, we can start with men. We will get into women. No worries. We're trash too. But let's start with men. <laughs> so my thing is, like, I feel like men need to, like, be exposed on, like, the dumbass reasons they give for not wanting to commit that, like, actually aren't a fucking thing. I feel like this would be a good episode to call a friend <laughs> <laughs> and be like, like, just interview them. <laughs> I can phone a few fucking friends right now that could probably give me a few reasons why they wouldn't either commit to me or somebody I know. But, like, I don't know. I feel like there are, like, a decent amount, like, like of things I've heard from a guy that are, like, bullshit. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think you should date right out of a relationship. But, like, I've met guys, like, six months after they've been in a relationship. And they're, like, you'll, you won't even be trying to date them even. Like, you'll just be trying to get to know them. And they're, like, oh, like, I just got to have a really shitty relationship. Like, eight fucking months ago. And, like, that's not my fucking fault. <laughs> and also, like, they only like they don't say that when they meet you and you're getting to know them and they want to hook up with you. They're only saying it when there's, like, any chance of, like, potential, like, emotional, like, growth in, like, whatever. The situationship, I guess you could call it. Yeah, but can I pull a Chris Harrison and be like, are they just not into you? Oh, I think that's definitely true. But you don't think ever at the same time, like... Because men, like, like need to but don't go to therapy. Like, they <laughs> emotionally pull themselves out before they even, like, have the chance. Or if they actually start to feel an emotional connection, they're like, well, I gotta shut that shit down. Which, don't get me wrong, like, girls do that. I, shit. But, like, what you just said is exactly what I do. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I feel like just because, like, you've probably, I know you've done that to someone but it didn't mean you weren't interested, but, like, I just think people, like, emotionally pull the plug before they even, like, give it a chance. So you think they're scared? Yes. But, like, if, like, in no offense to you, if you <laughs> want to group yourself in with these people. But, like, if you think you're going to do that, then, like, don't, like, potentially, like, like don't date around, like, date people or sleep at their apartment for a few months or hang out with them or take them on dates. But then, like, pull the switch up when, like, they're like, oh, wait, is something going on here? And then the guy's like, oh, no, you got the wrong idea. Like, but did I? <laughs> 
<laughs> because I think you the idea that you gave me and now you want to take it back. <laughs> because I think you did give me this idea. You gave me a lot of ideas. Because there's definitely like girls who are a little like nutty and like take like look into things too much. But I also think like there's girls who are like are very level headed and grounded and have like a good sense of like when they're being let on and when they're not and still end up in this situation. Like we're definitely not all crazy. I feel like 90%. We're, like, but, like, okay, I would take us and But we're, like, a realistic crazy. Yeah, I definitely, like, me and you are definitely batshit crazy, but, like, I don't, like, make up scenarios in my head or make up relationships that aren't there. Like, I'm, like, I definitely. Wait, you don't? Oh, sweetie. That sounds healthy. (laughs) Actually, so, like, something, like, that somebody set in about, like, the whole commitment thing that I thought was, like, really interesting was, like, when is the right time to like find out you're like on the same page? Like, like when is like that good the, time? The dreaded "What are we?" Oh my god! I remember like when I was talking to hair dye guy, like <laughs> I would I would come home and wait. I, I love would, that we call him that. It's it's such a good alias now that it's a thing. <laughs> and we, I would come home after being at his house for, like three days, and Shannon would be like, "Are you guys dating?" I would be like, "Dude, I don't fucking know," and she would be like. <laughs> just ask him and I would literally like be like yeah you're right like I'll ask tomorrow and then I fucking wouldn't because like you don't want to look you don't want to be that girl you don't you nobody wants to have what are we come out of their mouth but sometimes you need it I I could have used it a couple times (laughs) but like my thing is just like at what point do you even know that it's time for that like is it when you're with them more than you're like with yourself is it when I don't even know I wouldn't know because I've never had that conversation end up well how did you end up dating what's his name <laughs> i know who you're talking about how did that happen so that was actually like roles reverse of what we're talking about like i was kind of playing that like i said i was like i'm not looking for a relationship because i was really interested in somebody else at the time who wasn't interested in me but this guy was like being nice to me and like actually wanted to be around me in daylight and was asking me how my day was <laughs> and for literal like like i would like say yeah. it is house and like go on dates but for like months like he'd be like so are we dating and I'd be like no that's not what's going on here at all like I've been on the other side of that and I think that's why it makes me so angry <laughs> and he would be like I just don't get like why like like everything we're doing is not considered dating like I just refuse to be like you're my boyfriend like I wouldn't do it because I just knew I was not that like it was fun but I don't think I was I just wasn't that emotionally in it and in the words of like Colton or the girls on Colton season. Like, I didn't think I could get there. I really didn't. You know when you can't get there with someone. Like, nothing's going to change. Like, after months, I feel like you know. So, like, at what point do you think you should have been, like, hey, dude, I'm just not. I draw the line at, like, if you're not ready to date them by three or four months, you're probably never going to be ready to date them. You dragged that out for way longer than three or four months. Dude, like, for, like, seven months. <laughs> and then we dated on for like three, but was it really even dating? Because it was horrible the whole time. I mean, he was dating you. I don't think you were dating <laughs> I don't him. Think I was dating him. <laughs> See, like I'm the queen of like never making that commitment. Like I'll, yeah, really I will talk to you for um a year. We can hang out all the time, blah blah blah. But I will never say that b word. <laughs> it's like it's like a bad word. Be just be. I don't know like what my issue is. I should like I said, definitely need therapy. Um, we don't have to get into my parents' divorce, but definitely (laughs) (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) Definitely definitely stems from that. Whoa. Um is this my therapy calling? 
I'm really enjoying it. Are you? Are you sipping some tea? Oh, no. I just, like, I'm really good at, like, when I know I'm getting really close to somebody to removing myself from that situation. And I really think that's a problem a lot of people have. And that's, like, what we're talking about here as, like, the other person on the other side of what are we. But it's just, like, I feel like it's just so unfortunate because I I feel like there are people who are just douches and want to sleep around and don't want to commit but I also think there's, like, people who, like, there's, like, more of, like, an emotional component, and they don't know how to communicate it to the other person earlier that they may end up, like, skedaddling, basically. Are you but- talking to me? <laughs> like, I just, I don't think people like you, I'll say, are always out to hurt the other person. Oh, no. I don't think I ever, I end up hurting myself. Let's be uh, yeah. I think anybody who does, like, miss out on somebody that could have been a good person like you do end up regretting it but it's just like at what point like do you like you have to like stop and I don't think you do what I'm about to say but I think a lot of men I've dealt with do like continuously leading girls on just because like you want to be in the talking phase because you don't want to be alone but you also don't want to commit because like there's definitely a large amount of people out there who don't want to be alone which is definitely not a problem either you or I have And so they just continue to start new things, but then they're like, but wait, like I was in a relationship for like four or five years. Like, I don't really want to date you, but like we can talk and hang out every day, but I'll just do whatever I want. Like, no, that's rude. You can't do that. Not today, Satan. And by Satan, I I mean men, because I've seen more men than women do that. Oh no, the devil is definitely a male. Sorry, y'all. The devil is a woman and the devil's a male. You heard it here first. Put it in the Bible or whatever you read. I just think, like, the whole, like, talking phase in general just should have never really been, like, a thing. Because, like, I mean, I don't think any of our, like, I mean, dating was always a thing. But, like, this, like, people will just be in, like, literal situationships for months at a time and never date. And, like, it's okay. And I think that is what, like, kind of is, like, it's like a gateway drug into, like, cheating <laughs> and dating multiple people at once. It is. Damn. Like, if you I were in the talking phase that long. I feel like situationship should be, like, a thing on Facebook. An option. In a situationship with, aka, if you want to hook up with my man, text him. It'll probably fucking answer you. <laughs> He's uh, still on the market, but not to me. I feel like there's so many couples out there where, like, you know they're a thing. And, like, they'll post snaps together. Or you'll see them at the bar together. know they go home together. But you also know that, like, if you want to hook up with them, you probably could. And I wouldn't. That's not it my my jaw just dropped. <laughs> well, I mean, that's basically, like, me and hair dye guy. Like, the girl that hooked up with him knew that me and him were a thing, but she knew she could fuck him and get away with it. Like, that's what a situationship is. Because, I don't know, the whole thing, like, way back when, if you liked someone, you'd ask them out for a milkshake, then you'd be dating. And then it's like, that's oh, it. we definitely have to get married now. And all those people definitely aren't divorced now. <laughs> Or some, my dad needed. Well, a car, I mean, okay? my parents never got a milkshake. They got a, a Bud Light pitcher at Maynard's, but like tomato, tomato, like it's fine. Did you even hear what I said? No, what did you say? I said my dad needed a green card, so. <laughs> I dead ass had a feeling as soon as you said that that it was going to be something to do with immigration. <laughs> we're wild out here. We're truly wild. I'm but pinched, honestly. On the other side of it, because like we trash talk men, like what, like, Let's bring to light some issues with women and, like, talking and situationships and all that bullshit. Well, I think that a lot of women make other women look bad by being completely psycho. Actually, let's talk about this. How, like, 
you've known who I've dated. Yeah. And I don't commit to them. And then I find that they always end up in relationships with complete fucking psychopaths. Yeah. Yep. Right? Like, it. well, not only is it offensive because, hey, like, you're, like, you're, like, going to date a fucking psycho just because I didn't, like, like want to date you. Like, okay, have fun. But also, like, why do you want that? And it's always, like, a guy that doesn't want to date a psycho. It's always a guy that, like, wants to go out with his friends and be cool and fun. Like, it's never, like, the fucking weirdo guy that finds the psycho girl. It's always, like, the cool guys. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Deadass, I am perfect. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't date them. You can't get mad at them because they didn't pick you. But you can get mad at them because they didn't pick a psycho. Or because they picked a psycho. But. But. <laughs> but come like, on, mom. <laughs> no, but I do think, like. I mean, there's guys that are psycho, but I do think, obviously, girls have more of that stigma of, like, being crazy. Okay, but I was getting into this. I feel like, like, the guy from my past that ended up in a relationship with a psycho, he wanted commitment so bad that he would find it from anybody. Yeah, and no matter. And she was probably like, hey, asshat, you're dating me. Well, I'm dead ass convinced, like, psycho girls, like, like, it's like being honey-dicked, like, they're never crazy in the beginning. Like, I, it's just, like, a crazy guy. Like, it's really normal in the beginning. And then, like, they think they have you hooked, reel you the fuck in, and then before you know it, like, where are you? What are you doing? Who are you with? You can't be with her. You can't be friends with him. Like, and it's, you're in so deep by then. But, I mean, if you're fucking normal, you'll, like, leave it while you still have your wits with you. But some people let it drag on, and then... And then they get stabbed to death in their sleep. That's always how it ends. That's <laughs> only, exactly, only way. That's exactly how it ends. I just feel like... I don't know. I don't know how to tell people to avoid dating psycho people. Because I do think the craziest people... I mean, there are red flags. And I think we choose to ignore red flags. Because like it's easier. And I think that like if you find one or two things you like about a person. You're like willing to deal with that. Like, oh, well, it outweighs the bad. But, like, it really, like, there's not much that can outweigh, like, the bad, I feel like. Like, if there's bad, that's bad enough. Like, I don't care what you think the good is. That ain't it. That ain't it, sis. Ignoring red flags is a major no. I just feel like we don't count as red flags because we'll tell you that. We'll tell you our red flags. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm very upfront with my flaws, like, Hey, if you, we can date, but I'm a degenerate fucking drinker. Hey, we can date, but I have 16 guy friends. Hey, we can date, but I kind of have a shitty work ethic sometimes. But, like, at least I'm a Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. We'll see you didn't if go I... to your, like, second week of work because yeah. you wanted to go to bag day. <laughs> we'll see if I make it past this HR level, like, fucking harassment scandal. <laughs> How come harassment always happens at places that don't have don't HR? Don't have HR! <laughs> If there was an HR, they would have gotten 10 emails right now. <laughs> Do you want me to email my HR? <laughs> All right, wait, they're, like, new, too, right? Yeah. Like, why are places just getting an HR? <laughs> I just want to, like, email her and be like, hey, do you know this place is fucking slave labor? Oh, my God, I know what to talk about. So, Amanda, I won't, I guess, okay, I'll start the story now. Okay, so you know how to cut out everything else. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's fine. Okay, so my friends went out this weekend. 
and she was vibing with this guy. She thought he was gay. Okay? So she, like, vibing with him all night, dancing with him all night, just gets this vibe that he was gay. Invites him back to their place because she thought he was gay. And then this is the text she gets in the morning. (laughs) It's so funny. Amanda Smith. It was a pleasure to meet you, miss. Hope you had a wonderful time. Can we kick? Can we sit? Yes, for another time. How's next week? Know your schedule is kind of tight. Well, that's all right. We could figure this out together. Even Stormy Mothers, because the vibes are forever. Interlock with the flows. Is this a rap? Dude, there's more. Why this guy rhyming through? He's getting too deep for a non-asshole. I'd see that you're a genuine, sweet, kind, and complete, pretty neat. Plus, you're looking real good on these streets. I'd really want a next try outside from these late nights. Order you with French fries, vanilla shakes without the fight. Hope it ain't the last time I'll be saying these lines. We could have a date like at yours. You could be, you could definitely be mine. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what our answer was? What? Wow, that was a fun read. <laughs> There's no other way she could have answered than exactly that. And he goes, Dude, what the fuck? He goes, thankfully, I don't have a ghost trader. Uh-huh. Okay, let's bring, let's wrap that right into this topic. Why the fuck is it appropriate to ever, like, to think, like, be, like if you want to take someone out on a date or hook up with them, like, doing something like that is, like, the move. Like, why can't people just be normal? Like, a simple text saying, hey, I really vibe with you last night. Do you want to get something to eat? It literally, like, I would have, if I got that text, I'd be like, yeah, sure, dude. Like, what, like, I mean, if she totally didn't get, like, a dating vibe from him and thought he was gay, maybe she probably wouldn't. But, like, that fucking sonnet or rap or whatever that was, like, that is not it. Like, I feel like I should redo it with a beat behind me. (laughs) So, like. I feel like, like, texting first as a girl, like, me following that kid on Instagram, like, that took a lot, and, like, I mean, like, if he gave me his number or something, like, would I text him, I'd probably be like, hey, yeah, it's Callie, the girl that was at your bar, like, you don't have to do all of that. This is a perfect example of too much. Too much. And, like, too much. if your personality's too much, like, I, like I'm somebody whose personality's too much, you gotta hide that shit for a little bit in the beginning. Yeah, Not, like, like hide who you are, but hold it back a little bit. It's too early to send me raps. so early. I think I need, like, two years of knowing someone before I could, like, have received that and not been weirded out. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, men, if you're wondering, like, how, like, you meet a girl at the bar. And what to do about it. This is exactly what not to do. Yeah, like. Ask for her number, send her a nice fucking text in the morning that says, it was really nice to meet you. Hope to see you again. And this is another really big thing. I've done this myself and messed up things. And I've seen guys do this to my friends. And they, like, you're really, you're going to want to get home and you're going to want to text them some really weird shit about how, like, their eyes remind you of looking out into the sunset. No, okay. This is not what people do. This is, you. This, I have, I literally had this happen to a friend last week and she was vibing the guy until this happened. And then the next day when he sober, he was like, I'm so fucking sorry. I was so fucking weird. She literally didn't answer. Like, you get someone's number at the bar, and you get home really drunk, and you, like, you drunk text. Like, it's, like, it's literally, like, a fucking, like, human nature. I think you should always wait till the the next morning. morning. Yes. Because, like, you will come up with something better to say. 
I mean, drunk texting is flattering, but it's like when you're like five months in you or you have a fucking crush on somebody, like, don't drunk text me night one, like, and say something. Like, it was so nice. I could have talked to you for hours, but, you know, we had to go our separate way. No. At, go home and, like, put your freaking, like, phone in the living room and go to bed in your room, whatever you have to do. Text them the next morning. It is so much, like, classier and it feels more respectful and you don't say some dumb, embarrassing shit. Like, how, like, this is what I don't understand. He took the time to, like, write this all out, make sure it all rhymes. He looked at that, read it maybe twice some more, and was like, yeah, this is it. This is good. This and is going to get that her. that sounds like it, like it had to take probably, like, 25 fucking minutes. Like, he rhymed so many different words. Like, I picture him sitting in his room, like, scribbling in a notebook. <laughs> Ripping out pages. So <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no way he freestyled that on his phone. Like, he, like, had to, like, fucking, like... He literally sat down with a notebook and was like, all right, what well, can we get going here? That's terrible. Was, you know, his trash can is full of, like, crumpled up papers. I honestly... And, like, some of you just didn't like that. Like, that's not the first nor the last. No, like, if you show this kind of crazy right off the bat, what's gonna come? Yeah. What's to come after one date, two dates? No. I'm trying to think if I've had any, like, really bad, like, ones, like, sent to me. Like, I mean, like, I feel like any guy I've ever met at, like, Mountain Bar, like, in AC, like, like guys that are, like, out of towners, too, and they're like, oh, I have a room. And, like, there's one he sent me, like, 15 messages in a row. It was, like, 4 a.m. He's like, Callie, hey, Callie, where'd you go? I missed you. Are you coming back? You're pretty. Like, so fucking weird. And I'm like, what about sending 15 text messages made you think that, like, I was going to come? Oh, you're right. Let me stay in your hotel room with you and your four fucking frat brothers. Like, absolutely not. I haven't gotten a weird DM in a while. How about, like, how someone once asked me out and I said no thank you and they told me I was faking my Lyme disease? Oh, my God. You get really aggressive DMs. I think people are aggressive. Okay, so let's just uh, wrap that shit up. Um, wrap it up like you should be wrapping your dick this weekend. Too much? Oh, no, I like that one. That was good. Thanks. That was like as good as when you were like strap in or strap on. But yeah, um, thanks for listening this week. Sorry for our, um, our lack of energy. Um, you know, this all can be award-winning stuff. <laughs> Every artist has bad days. You know, oh my God. Let us know what you want to hear next week. You know, you can always email us, undateablegirls.gmail.com. Instagram message us, the Undateable Girls. Oh, I'm going to say our Twitter name because our Twitter name bothers me. So until I find a better handle, we could sit that one out. But please let us know what you want to hear. And thank you for continuing to come back. We love our friends. We love you guys. Bye.